Uncaged. Uncaged. A show celebrating thought leadership from today's top business leaders. The program provides a voice to amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the world of commerce tomorrow. And now, please welcome our host, Bant Breen, as we begin another Uncaged episode. Today, we're speaking with Jennifer Reese. Hey, Jennifer, how are you? Hi, how are you? I'm, I'm really well. I'm excited to talk to you and hear about this business. Jennifer is the founder and president of The Sway Effect, one of the fastest growing marketing and communications agencies. The Sway Effect is a global network of independent agencies focused on driving brand reputation and integrating diversity, equity, and inclusion into all aspects of business today. And DE&I has been a central topic for every company over the last couple of years. So I'm really excited to hear what the Sway Effect has been doing in that area. But before we get there, Jennifer, tell us a little bit about yourself and your career today. Well, um, thank you for having me. I'm excited Absolutely. to be here. Um, I've been in this business for a little over 20 years at this stage. Um, I fell into PR. I was a psychology major at Barnard College in New York. Um, didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I believe life takes you where it's supposed to take you. Um, I fell into PR it was my first job because my family said, you better get a job. Or we're not going to keep paying for you. <laughs> and and I, I found something I love to do. Um, And I've just learned new and different things every day. Um, And a little over two years ago, I started the Sway Effect. Um, Who knew the pandemic would hit? But um, it's, it's it's been a great ride. I get to work with amazing partners in our network, people I've admired my whole career that I've worked with from many different parts of the industry who now might have their own shop and they're now part of our network to working with clients that I have loved and admired for many years, people I've worked with over the years that have come back to work with me as I started my new company um, and new people I've met along the way. And I've built a, an amazing team amidst the pandemic. Some of them I barely have seen maybe five times in the last two years. <laughs> I love it. And I mean, so from your deep PR background, I mean, you're being extremely humble. You've worked for some of the best, you know, PR shops in, in the world. And now you're, you've launched the Sway Effect. Let's go deeper on to the Sway Effect a bit. Tell us first, I mean, it's a great name. So tell me what's behind the name. Well, again, as I said, I believe things happen the way it's supposed to. I was, when I was thinking about creating this company, I was thinking about creating it long before I did. Um, but I was in the shower one day and I said, I love the name Sway, but a lot of people have that name. So I actually went out for breakfast with Kim Sample from the PR council. And mm-hmm. she said, how about the Sway effect? And I said, I love that. And that's how we created the name. That's perfect. Well, it seems like a very powerful formula that you have. And tell me a little bit about how you work with this kind of integrated team to deliver these kind of strong DE&I solutions. What we try to do is when we get briefs in from clients, I try to think about who do I know that's the best in what they do um, to bring to the table to help solve the client problem. So that's how Sway was created. I really believe that the best work we can do, we do together, it's all based on collaboration. Mm -hmm. And from what I've experienced in my career, you know, you always can learn each and every day. So I put this network together 
just knowing the different types of things clients and brands needed. And that's how we work. We bring the best at what people do together, whether it be social impact or brand strategy or advertising, um, we bring it to the bear for the clients. But the part that I think is important is we need to have agencies that are representative of the, the, the stakeholders that brands try to connect with. They need mm. to be as diverse and have a team that is diverse to, to, to reflect the populations that they serve so that they actually know how to reach those audiences. And that's why d is at the center of everything we do is we want to make sure we're inclusive in all of our thinking and we push our clients to make sure it's not an afterthought. It's central to their business strategy. And, you know, with everything that happened the summer of 2020, I feel like that was almost a marketing awakening. I mean, I don't think any of these, these DE and I issues have been with us for our lives and our parents' lives, et cetera, but there was an awakening. And tell me a little bit about the business landscape today and, and how companies are thinking about this stuff. Well, you need to make sure it's real, right? Um, I think that what I've seen, unfortunately, is a lot of brands got, got involved and did things because it was a good PR moment. Yeah. Um, I think that, and, and I've had a lot of journalists actually ask me about that of, you know, brands I work with other brands in general, I think right now is, is a time of, of, of reckoning um, brands need to really identify what do they want to do, set the metrics and then year over year measure how they're doing. Because if you don't set metrics, real change is not going to happen. It needs to be part of KPIs of leaders that they have to drive change, but also mm -hmm. change should come from anywhere in the organization. We have to give voice to up and coming talent to also feel yeah. they can speak up when they have something to say. Yeah, I think it's a really great point, Jennifer. I mean, the reality is that we saw that, and perhaps because I come from the marketing world and you, you've worked in it for, as you said, uh, two decades, we're aware of that kind of spin. So it was, it was fascinating how many sudden announcements there were of chief diversity officers <laughs> in July of last year. And I think the, the challenge is really to see what, what, what is happening with those companies. So I'm imagining over 20, probably this coming year will be an interesting one to see what has actually happened. How is it getting layered into the organizations? And is there a broader commitment? That's excellent. So tell me a little bit, though. I mean, the, the last couple of years have been this wake up call for the industry, but it's also been probably one of the most challenging moments for us as human beings in, in our lifetimes. And I'd just be curious to hear how you and Sway have faced the challenges and perhaps taken advantage of the opportunities of this period. I would say we've probably done, I've done some of the best work of my career during this time. I mean, I think we are, have a seat at the table with our clients more than ever. We're an extension of their team, even though we're all more disparate than ever remote. Um, we've all figured it out. Like if we could figure it out now, imagine we can do them. We're all back together in person because it's not going to go on forever. I hope. Um, yeah. But I would say that, you know, some of the work we've done, I mean, we have clients on the front lines of COVID like BD. BD mm -hmm. makes at home, BD is a fortune 200 med tech player. They make at home testing um, and point of care testing for COVID. We're helping them get their message out because historically the brand had not been very proactive with media, with media relations. And mm -hmm. we help them to find their message and get their message out and get them out there and the right relationships secured, get them out in social and just help them create a consumer brand. And you're probably seeing BD's tests out there right now to help test for COVID. Um, we've great. also worked with brands like Signet. Um, Signet, they have, she, they have a rock star CEO, Jenna Drojas, 
come 20 year veteran of Procter and Gamble, Signet owns Jared and Kay and Zales. And they've taken that company from probably one of the worst corporate cultures to a media darling, reinventing how we shop, where you can buy, you can, they've set up systems and ways that you can shop wherever and however you want. And the stock's gone from like $5 to over $100 a share, but it's all been rooted in, in, in investment in digital and marketing. And she's created a culture of DNI that is amazing. Again, reflective of the customer she serves. And it's like we're working with these brands that are really at the center of conversation right now and having a diff making helping make a difference. And we have a seat at the table. Mm -hmm. And the level of intimate relationships that we have with our clients, I'm so proud of it. And it's really been something that's helped drive Sway into the future. That's great. And and I just be curious, you know, so you started Sway, I think in 2019, uh, around in 2019, yes. right? I and started Sway in July, 2019. <laughs> All right. So you were a year in and then suddenly the world is suddenly uh, a different, different shape. So you obviously probably went from maybe being in offices to then going virtual. How have you and your, your colleagues evolved uh, the way you work and, and how do you imagine it shifting going forward? I'm, I'm so proud of how our team has been able to work. Um, I'll tell you a funny story. So I decided to finally get office space um, with this great, beautiful space in the Chrysler building. Oh, March wow. 20 March, 2020. I think I probably <laughs> sat there about 10 times before everything happened. Oh. And I think I only went back a couple of months ago and I found, it was almost like everybody else when they go back, we found these papers from like March, 2020. And it was yeah. like October, 2020, 21. And you're like, when did this all happen? And, you know, you come from a world where you think you have to be together in person. And yes, yeah. that face-to-face -face time is important because, you know, 70% as adults, we learn by observing. So you need to mm. do that. Right. But I would say that we've learned over the past two years to adapt. My number two is based in Miami. I've met her four times. We've done amazing work together. Oh, I have wow. another team member based in Chicago. Another team member is based in Oklahoma. We I mean, we have people all over the place and we meet once a week to talk about the work for the week. And we all are connected. And yeah. I think that we figured it out like everybody else, but the culture and the team we created, I think is really fun. I think I was able to bring them all together twice last mm. year. Um, and we thought we were getting out of it and now we're kind of going back again, but I hope yeah. it'll be the other way soon. But um, it's it's a great team, very mission, yeah, we, very mission driven. You know, I was on a, a call today with a group of marketers, and one of the individuals said, uh, "This was the first time I was really sad not to go to CES. <laughs> you know, uh, you know the <laughs> Consumer Electronics Show at the beginning right. of the year, uh, because he, I just wanted to see everybody. I just, you know, and I do think that there's." a real desire for people to connect with their peers again and to meet. And, and certainly that will come back in, in various ways. I hope, I hope sooner rather than later, I, I should probably knock on wood somewhere just to make sure. But as you look forward in 2022, how do you imagine this year shaping out? Um, I think it's going to be another challenging year, but I'm very excited. I mean, we have, I think we have the right team in place. We have a nice core group of clients. We have some new business already on the horizon. Um, my goal is really to continue to keep the team connected, build our culture. I want to at least get us together once a quarter. That was my goal. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, our plan is continue to build the network, 
continue to build the client base and continue to create a culture where people want to be. Um, that's a big focus. I want to get back to some in-person events. I'm supposed to do a, a thing at South by do a talk at South by I have my tickets, everything ready to go. And we're Marty and I, who's my number two. And I were talking and we're like, I don't know if we're going, we got to figure this out in like a couple of weeks, but everything's ready to go. I mean, I wanted to go there. I also wanted to go back to Cannes in, yeah. in, in, in the summer. So you don't know, but I think, you know, to your point, I'm, I have a hunger to get back in person with people. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, we're all over like the zoom drinks and the zoom meetings. <laughs> um, I'm actually trying to get everyone back to using the phone. Like I try to use, do phone calls wherever I can and it throws yeah. people off, but then they appreciate it after that. Um, yeah. but no, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, we, we have a lot of momentum right now. Um, and we have some, as I said, we have some good clients, a really good team. I just want to continue to attract more people to want to work with us. We've been speaking with Jennifer Risi. She is the founder and president of The Sway Effect. Great, great name. Uh, the Sway Effect is a global network of agencies focused on driving brand reputation and integrating diversity, equity, and inclusion into all aspects of business today. They're working across PR, brand strategy, creative, social impact, data, analytics. They're an integrated agency. They're doing everything. <laughs> Jennifer, if someone wanted to reach you and find out more about what you're working on, where should they find you? They can email me, jennifer.reci at theswayeffect.com. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for being on Uncaged today. And let's hope 2022 is an amazing year. Welcome to the future. Exactly. Thank you so Cheers. much.